Hey everybody, this week's episode of That's the Issue is sponsored by Shroud Media. This is going to be, I cannot, I cannot wait to see people how they react <laughs> to this. <laughs> Welcome to your doom. Welcome to a late edition of, a secret, of uh, That's the Issue, the kind of podcast that gets to know the issues that you love. Um, it's been a minute since we've done uh, an, an episode. Um, it's been a little while, but uh, I feel like we've seen that every single time we start an episode. But, um, <laughs> it has become a habit with us. <laughs> it is a, a habit to be completely irregular with our schedule, but uh, I promise we are trying to get back on track. Uh, my name's Matt Loon, and I'm one of your hosts. And joining me as always is Wes Messer. Wes, how are you doing this evening? I am not too bad. I I am very good this evening, actually. I good just much. I actually was before we started recording. I was just telling you in our in our and before our little chat before we started recording. I just started. Fin- I read the first volume of Renew Your Vows, the um the the uh, series Marvel's been doing with the uh, with the uh, Spider Marriage, and I like it. It's cute. It's yeah. It's a good series. I really liked it. That's yeah. what I it yes guys. It's I've been catching up. I like always say it's like I'm not even kidding you guys. I am behind there's a lot of stuff I'm behind the sin on, so I was like, I have not renewed your vows yet. Like I still need to read the Secret War series though. So I'm kinda like I told you, like I read out of order. <laughs> but yeah. you really don't really if you are curious about renewing your vows, about the about if you're a fan of the spider of, of the spider Mary Jane being married and having kids and kind of exploring that, if you haven't read the Secret Wars volumes yet, just if you decide to buy this first volume, you'll be fine. And you want to read, get the Secret Wars War Zones bit later with New Year Vows? Yeah, you can, but they fill you. But uh, Gary Conway fills you in on it hyper fast. So mm-hmm. I remember, like the I think the Secret Wars mini series for a lot of the things like that were just kind of primers for for ongoing series because i remember like x-men 92 had uh, the secret wars series had nothing to do with the main series when that came out kind of loosely but you really didn't need to have read it to get into the ongoing but also x-men 92 mm. is extremely underrated oh yeah absolutely yeah fun that, was really that was a fun, fun series yeah 12, really good 12 issues of just sheer like x-men goodness that mm. like not like all you need to know is so why do you need to know of X-Men 92? Basically, it's a very little, minimal knowledge of X-Men and the animated series and everything else you get filled in on pretty quick. It fits yeah. and related to the animated. So I, yeah. I know, that book was fun. I, I kind of wish more people, I, I kind of wish more people would have glommed onto it because that was a fun series. Yeah, it did seem to end a bit too soon. I felt, or I felt like at least they were they were doing that. Like ending the first season, as it were, to come back with a second season, but I don't think it's coming back. I don't um, think so. I think, I, I think right now, Marvel's straight up Marvel's energy is all is all in the Marvel legacy. It's it mm. it is all in. They now that they finished up now that they finished up Secret Empire. <laughs> well, I also have an epilogue. It's like they what? are all in with with Marvel legacy. It's like they are locked, loaded. They are making. They've got this. They've got their Marvel Legacy adventure ready to, to go. So you probably won't, yeah. though, I would not be surprised if one day you saw X-Men 92 back, considering that uh, 
that uh, that the people who wrote that series, uh, Chris Sims and uh, oh, Chad Chad Bauer, yeah, Chad Bauer, sure. yeah, they they're also working on a uh, Bad Blood with Rob Liefeld, so they're still doing stuff for Marvel. So yeah, exactly, yeah. They'll, they'll, so they'll probably you, you could see it back again. They they ever so often they do little odd things here and there, like they do they did. I'm sure they did a Secret Empire kind of tie in issue or or something like that, and they did um, yeah they did the Guardians of the Galaxy. That was fun. That was that probably was it. You know, it's weird. Like that. Like they had. They had very little to nothing to do with Secret Empire, but that was really fun. That might that be was, why it was fun. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. It's like it's like okay. Does it have anything to do? No. Like most of the tie-ins, pretty much. But was it fun? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was actually yeah, a lot of fun with nothing to do with Secret Empire. So well, we are to do with Secret Empire a little bit for one final time. And one final our, uh, Secret can, Empire rap party. Can, to, uh... can I say this, Matt? Yeah, go for it. I am glad it's over. Yeah, I know there's too. an epilogue. I, I I know, I know there's an epilogue, but I'm glad it's. I'm glad for the most part, it's over. Dear think, God, um, it's over. I feel like it's um, sucked the fun out of comics a little bit. It, I feel like it, it certainly sucked the fun out of comics for me a little bit anyway. It did. And it, okay. Okay, for anyone who hasn't read Secret Empire, or if you have or don't care, but yeah, spoilers, I don't care. There's, so, to, as my deep sigh, to, because I even, because this is at the point where I got the point of Secret Empire, I just read the spoiler. When they, because they, they spoiled it that Monday before the actual release of the issue. Yeah, Marvel even Marvel was sort of like, "We're done. We don't care. Mm. Screw it. Here, ending. Have have at it. <laughs> Enjoy yourself." It's like, it did feel like that's how they that's how they treated it. <laughs> and it's like because the premise the ending wraps up as the the Steve Rogers Captain America coming back with cosmic cube shenanigans with Kovic, and then basically Steve Rogers as the real as the true Captain America comes back, knocks out the the Hydra cap, and 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 that's how it ends. And it basically it kind of and uh, I, I I was just I, I was like it's like I'm not mad. I I'm just like uh, it. It felt like a it felt like the only episode uh, the only issue of Secret Empire that felt like. An actual superhero comic, which was good. Um, so it felt like you know they had like heroes, good guys versus bad guys, and it was very kind of conscious to to labour the point that these are the good guys and they fell down, and this is the bad guy and he won. Uh, but it's not all over, except it is. It's completely over, but not yet. You know, there's this one last thing that comes in, and I think like that's that's fine. You know, I, I appreciate it that mm-hmm. it tried to be more of a superhero comic at the end, um, but it still feels it it just it, it feels like a cop out. You know, and I don't really it... want to say that because the the reason that you know the reason we were curious slash disappointed in. Marvel to begin with was their announcement that this is not this is not um, going to go this is not going to get reversed at the end <laughs> this is the real Steve Rogers and yeah. know, they're not they're not wrong but they're just they're, they're just they're just 
got around. They did they pretty much what they they pretty much did what they did. They, were, they said they weren't going to do, but they ended up doing what they it. Yeah, yeah. So they ended up bringing back bringing back the you know the quote unquote real Steve Rogers to defeat the quote unquote real but evil Steve Rogers. Um, yeah, and it's it almost feels as though if you believe you know if you believe if you read the comic then the real Steve Rogers was trapped in like the Kobix kind of vanishing point universe whatever you want to call it and yeah. she bought him out brought him back and he defeated this kind of twisted this twisted kind of reimagining of Steve Rogers however if you listen to their uh, comments online and even even Nick Spencer's comments that are online now you know because people are calling him on it on twitter and obviously nick spencer's going to reply because he's nick spencer like mm-hmm. he you know online he said the, you know this is this is not a cop out this is exactly what we said we were going to do you know it, nothing's got reversed he is the real steve rogers so if you believe what? that then the real steve rogers is the hydra guy and this new version of steve rogers this new old school version is like a like what a shadow, a, cl- a copy, like he, a you know not the real version. So the the, the I, comic forward with Marvel Legacy is not going to be the real Steve Rogers. I, I don't want to live in that world. I'd rather live in the world that the comic puts forward, the issue itself puts forward. Yeah, and I it was kind of frustrating about it is I mean yeah I I have read it I've read all the I've read Nick Spencer's tweets on it I've read I've read every every single comment on secret empire and i and i get every point of view it was it now the one thing was it technically a strong good yeah it's good issue it actually read well it it made for a decent story but what what frust what and, and yes you can't tell if you can't tell by now. I have a certain tone to my voice when I'm talking about this. Matt, Matt got to hear the Facebook Messenger version of it. Like, <laughs> like it was like when I read it, I was just like, I, I I remember it was like my friend, my it's like it's like Matt, it was you, Matt, and my and my friend and my friend Laura, like my friend my friend Laura. Um, basically, we both were online, and I and Laura was the first one, and I was like. And and this is what I said to her, like, Laura, this is how they ended it. And she got to hear me rant. She had to listen she had to basically see like a type stream of me just going, Rama and then you got to hear the second wave. Rama Because what what set me off about this is the fact so much stupid came out of this event. Yeah. So much stupid came out of this event. We had comics being burned. We had people going off on each other. We had so many ridiculous arguments on every bloody platform known to man and about and and it's like in between every one really good think piece you had another think piece that was just completely bonkers sauce and then and then and then it's like why in the world it's like and then the event ends like it ends and you're like 
And it's more like one of the things you're like, y'all lost your damn mind over this. Mm. Y'all lost your damn mind over this. I mean, for every for every sane person that was this event, there was another person that was just like, rah, 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 and then rah, 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 rah. It was like every it was like it was like good two competing arguments and, and the thing is I get like I said I get I got the outrage I got I got every single point counterpoint mm-hmm. everything back and forth and yet I still go was it is like y'all was it worth it was it worth it for you all to get into your to your to your arguments was it worth it I think this is one they have to ask themselves at the end of the day. Yeah. Was it but worth it? That's, that's the frustrating thing about it because, at the same time, you know the that will be kind of the argument that Nick Spencer and and Tom Brevoort and, and Marvel generally will potentially use and like kind of twist that viewpoint a little bit and just go well, you know, see you all argue over, over nothing because it's all okay in the end and it's like mm-hmm. you don't really. You don't really want that from a comic, you know. You want to be out. You want people to engage in it. And you want people to, you know. You want people to argue. You want people to not like it. You want people to like yeah. it, or not like it. You know, because they're talking about it, and it may it creates it creates a, a profitable, you know, comic for people. But at the same time, you want that. Well, that, I don't know whether they want that, but the people arguing about it want their argument not necessarily to be validated, but they want the the fact that they are arguing to be validated. They want that passion to be rewarded in some way, um, and it feels as though that reward is, you know, is is taken away a little bit when it turns out to be exactly the thing that they knew it would be in the first place, which you know is kind of. Uh, cosmic cube shenanigans and like i'm glad that's happened you know i'm, I'm i read the issue and i was kind of relieved that they went down that route because you know the the odd thing is that we'll we'll talk about in a bit is that you know hydrocrap is still around you know he's still a mm-hmm. character in the marvel universe which we'll talk about but like the fact that the real steve rogers has returned we knew he would anyway you know from that very first hail hydra you know this time last year almost like he that was we we knew everyone knew that he'd be going back to normal eventually but that almost wasn't the point you know a lot of people at the time i think myself included turned around to people that were calling it anti-semitic and calling it you know um you know racist and small-minded you know turned around and went well it's comics it'll go back to normal you know it's it's probably just a twist of that month you know and when it wasn't a twist of that month it was like well it's it's a longer story but it'll all pan out but you know, that's kind of invalidating the fact that it still happened and Nick spent I wonder how this I wonder how this story would read as a whole, first of all, because, you know, it wasn't told as a whole story, you know, so the argument of read it all together and have your opinion at the end or wait until the end to have your opinion is is fine and good, but this is like ten, eleven months mm-hmm. of you know, twelve months overall. Uh, 13 months if we're talking about like Nick Spencer's overall story from you know from Captain America Steve Rogers issue 1 even further back if you're talking about Sam Wilson um and it feels it feels strange that to to be able to say hold off on your opinion for over a year and then now you can have an opinion that's not how it works you know exactly and i think i do say like some like 
I think I think uh, when this when this thing is fully now the thing is going to be fully collected soon and people are going to be able to read it as a whole. I think I I think it'll ultimately end up reading better as a full trade and people can see the whole everything of it. Yeah. Rather than like how we were reading it month by month, but mm. but the frustrate but at least some of these people aren't going to deal with like the people who didn't like it. They were they would just before even people can get to a comic shop, they'd be like, Spoil Yeah. They'd have that they'd have that spoiler button on like spoil. Look, yep, spoil. We're we're just gonna spoil it because we don't like this book. So it's like so people who didn't like the book were were going as people who were actually reading the book and then and if you were reading the book and it's like, Well, you're a terrible person because you read it and then you go, No, no, guys, you y'all y'all are gonna oh boy. And me, I just kind of—I'm not gonna lie, man. The whole this event really did a damn number on me. I think it did a damn number on a lot of us because we were just sort of like, you know, y'all, y'all going y'all losing your minds, and y'all, y'all losing your damn minds. <laughs> you, you mean you're you're all losing your crap over an event that you don't really need to be losing your crap over. And that is frustrating because mm. this is an event that really is like, it's, it ends like any other superhero event. I mean, yeah, there's afters aftermath and yeah, they're not, they're still going to address it and it's still events that are happening. So at least it's not a complete like cop out as, as it were, like there's still stuff they're going to be cleaning up. And so far, and it seems like this is going to be Marvel's last event for a while until whenever they decide to do another event, which I'm, I'm almost betting they're going to end up doing their next event in about, I'm thinking next, because they're always saying, oh, every book is an event now. They're doing their next big event next year or so. That's, yeah. It, I don't it, understand it, that logic of saying every book is an event because we, we, don't, do want, we don't want events. <laughs> want to do it. it. At least, at least DC with like their events right now. I mean, like their metal event, which by the way, y'all, it's actually a metal. Metal is a continuity, is DC continuity porn at its finest, but it's damn good DC it's continuity really, porn. Really good. Yeah. And but yeah, I mean DC with with like their stuff, they're doing it pretty smart. I mean. Like they're, yeah, they're doing their metal sort of like a sprawling. It's kind of a mini sprawling event in its own right, but it's not, it's not as bad as Secret Empire for the most part as to what they're trying to do. Like they have tie-in books, but it's sort of like, but they're excuse me, they're relatively unobtrusive tie-in books. And the same with Secret Empire. Secret Empire is sort of like most of the tie-in books. Secret Empire were relatively unobtrusive, like. If you didn't read them, uh, like the only other time you really need to read for Secret Empire were Nick Spencer's Captain America, Captain America, Steve Rogers, and Sam Wilson. That's really, for the most part, is what you needed. But it's, but what's interesting, what's going to be interesting to see is in the aftermath of everything with this event, it's going to be interesting to see how, like I said, one, as people read this in trade, what their reactions will be reading it as a whole. And two, what's going to be interesting to see as people, I guess, I'm not sure if they, 
as people reflect on this later, as the different the people from all the different camps reflect reflect on this event later, what their reactions will be to want to this as time goes on. Because this is gonna be one of those events people actually reflect on later. Like yeah. like six months down the line, it'll be like, Wow, what the heck wow. That was a that was an adventure, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, it was. <laughs> you're right. It was like it was. It feels like it was an experiment. It feels like it was it was an experiment in kind of pushing pushing certain buttons when it comes to topical storytelling and kind of in it and the in the rush to be relevant, you know, to today's mm-hmm. kind of climate. Even though they said, oh we thought of this story way before the political climate was as it was. The political climate's been going that way for years, you know, so it, unless you were unless you were four, planning this four years ago, which, you know, you might have been, but that's beside the point, really. You know, the, the, the question I, you know, you raise a good point about it, is the idea of people are going to read this as a trade from now on, and people are going to reflect back on it. What, I wonder what this story would be like out, you know, with, with the controversy removed, you know, with the month by month controversy removed, how this story would hold up, and part of me thinks that it would fare better. You know, I think I think it would read better as one whole story because when you can pick up a trade and you can physically hold the end of the story in your hand, then you know you know that there's a beginning, a middle, and an end to it. Whereas a lot of times in Secret Empire it felt like there wasn't going to be an end to it. And I don't mean yeah. that in a kind of it was dragging on way. I meant that in a kind of they they insisted that this was not a test. You know, this they, this is not a, a clone or a copy. This was the real Steve Rogers. So you kind of thought, well, is this how it is now? You know, you know, in that similar kind of way that you yeah. felt with Superior Spider-Man, you know, that kind of edge of, no, no, this is, this is the real status quo. This is how it actually is. It's like, okay, you know, if that's it, then is that good? Is that a good thing? You know? Yeah. It, I'll say this, Superior Spider-Man. Now, what was interesting about Superior Spider-Man was, while yes, like the way they operate, like the way Slot operated with this, and <laughs> have fun with this one later, if any, if any, because I'm actually the, I'm defending Dan Slot, but mm. I, I actually, but the one, what I liked about how he did Superior Spider-Man is, I didn't really dug this, is, he set it up as, no, yes, this was. This was the status quo, and yes, he always left it open as eventually Peter could come back in some way. Like, he left that door open for him. Whenever he wanted to open that door, okay, boom, Peter comes back as as the as the main Spider-Man, but but what made, but it was kind of, it was a very, it was a very, it very, but it was a very cool little way to do it, because, I mean, yeah, there was like kind of like, like, Peter Parker was literally the ghost in the machine, <laughs> It's yeah, like yeah, it was, yeah. he was literally the ghost in the machine for that for that uh, series, but but it, so it wasn't really so so this this is why it kind of so Superior Spider Man when Peter came back it didn't feel like it didn't feel like a hollow like oh well it's just kind of like okay we kind of knew eventually he'd be back anyway but this is kind of cool and we actually got to get to know Otto Octavius a little bit more and yeah. get to see and and it actually had a really and it had a really and it was and it was and it was a really solid little series and and it got the show like well what if a villain what if a villain who like Otto Octavius actually got to be represented in a different light than what you would normally see him represented as and yeah. 
and you learned a lot yes. more about being Spider-Man. You know, you got to see what it what it takes to be Spider-Man and what and why Spider-Man needs to be the way he is because if he's any other way, he doesn't work. It it was cool. I mean, that's and that's what that's what's different about how Spider-Man handled this sort of handled a storyline not similar but it's kind of a weird similarity but not kind of thing it it's really it's like but while well, secret empire the reason why a lot of people kind of feel like it's a cop-out is because well cosmic cube shenanigans over real steve rogers coming back from like a cosmic cube dream world thing mm-hmm. and and that's why a lot of people like <laughs> like my my reaction to it was captain picard doing the face palm because it was just like and it was not and really that wasn't to the ending it was more just like you gotta be kidding me mm-hmm. it's like it's like so this is because even we were like i said we were even talking about early episodes of this of saying like is this gonna be a second cap is this gonna be a it was a sec oh for the lover <laughs> it, though, is that is that like story decision is that a narrative choice is it a is it a bad choice on its own like you know when it's read as a whole is that a bad thing in in itself or is it the fact that they went around telling us that it was never going to be that is is that what makes it more is that what makes it worse you know if you read this story in isolation and this happened at the end would it be an eye roll would it be awful would it make you face palm or you know is it is it in the context of you know the the creators and the publishers telling you that this is not going to happen insisting that this is more important or more more it's better than that in a way and then releasing this you know is that what makes it worse do you think yeah that's a good that's a good that's good i like that i mean I think that's what makes it. I think it makes it worse in the context of the month by month, and how creators and how the creators and the editors and everyone was saying, "Well, this is and this isn't. This is real. This is going to be." Da, 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 and how did it end up? It ended with a cosmic cube shenanigans. And now, the reason why I do think, like I do think, like what some people have said, how history will be kinder to this book when it hits a trade is because. I think in a trade format reading this, it actually might be pretty, I think it'll, I think it might actually be pretty cool. Like, I think it'll be really neat to read this, like, when it gets collected a a few months from now, and read this as a whole, without being far away from it, being far away from all the com, all the comments, every aspect of the conversation, and just reading it as a whole, away from the controversy. Yeah. and we're away from everything and every single tweet facebook message whatever else and i think it actually like this thing's gonna hold up better than <laughs> this is gonna be like low-hanging fruit here but it's a hold up better than civil war too yeah yeah it's a hold up better than like there's a hold up better than like like i'm like civil war 2 it'll hold up way better than civil war 2 it's definitely but and people think, and before we forget, and here's the other thing. It's funny, like the other event that came between, like another event that came between is just like, like it's like kind of because like this, the event that kind of came was standoff that came before that kind of that DA Steve Rogers. Standoff's actually a pretty damn good little mini event. 
Mm. That's actually a pretty dang good mini. That was a pretty dang good little mini event. And I, I thought that was actually pretty solid. But, and, and then, and it's funny. And then there, and then you have like, and then you have like before that, the Monsters Unleashed event they did. Yes. Yeah. Which I just read recently. And, and anyone, and people are like, well, what about Monsters Unleashed? And it's like, Monsters Unleashed was just, it was just an excuse for Marvel to do a, a bunch of really cool monster fights. Yeah, and, I think and it was just, that was it was unashamedly about that as well. Like unashamed. Was, yeah, that was what it, it was. It's that simple. Was it, it, it did what it did. You know, it wasn't it wasn't especially like big or clever. Although it was big because you read the you read the huge oversized trade of uh, the hardcover of it, didn't you? It's beautiful. But if if any of you out there are curious about Monsters Unleashed. Like yeah, read it. Read it however you can. It's actually a really, it's a really fun little thing. I mean, the story, the story is what it is. It's really there to set up, is set up the, like it set up K and set up the the monsters and the monsters unleashed uh, series that's ongoing right now. But, but what's kind of cool about it is it's just unabashedly just massive monsters fighting against one another. And with with five different artists cutting loose and doing some really cool stuff, even Greg Land is pretty cool. But every the rest of the artists do pretty dang good with what they got. I mean, you, you got a really cool art teams. You got big giant monster fights, and it's fun. How I mean, big is it? How big is that book? Oh my sweet lord, it's huge. <laughs> like I I took a I I I. I, actually, it's funny. I wrote a thing on it on my Giku Landed blog, and I took I posted a picture of it, and it's on sheer scale it's like because it was funny uh colin bunn caught my tweet about the uh book about the book i posted a picture of it and he and i was saying like dude you gotta read it like this because it's so freaking neat <laughs> and colin bunn like that because it's and he retweeted it like that because he thought that's so because i'm just like it's so cool to read it like this i mean this is like the best way to read it i mean yeah. it's it'll read fine when it's released in like a like a paperback down the line but if y'all can read this and this giant hardcover do it it's fun mm. you'll like you I, I i'm still amazed my library actually had it like this i was <laughs> legit surprised i was like really like like it's like my library had it like this that's cool because it was funny when i got it from my library and not to not to go on a too much of a dive bomb here but i remember it, my library had it like i had it on hold and i was like where is it and the library had to put it on like the bottom shelf of like the hold area. Yeah. Yeah. And and it was like and he and she gave it to me and I was like, Holy crap. <laughs> thing's huge. It's like I didn't an expect edition, it. isn't it? It's an artist edition. It's 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 an artist it's a Marvel version of an artist edition and it's kinda neat. Yeah. And and that's what makes it so cool. So yeah, if, if you guys gotta read Monster Delete, read it like this. I mean, like I said, the story, it's fun, but you're you're gonna have fun just watching all the really cool monsters fights, and it's just kind of a fun little excuse to see monsters fighting and the Marvel universe fighting giant monsters. Yeah, it's 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 kind of just good, clean. It's probably the easiest Marvel event to kind of go see. This is just it's just fun. Just roll with it. Just have a good time. It's good old good clean good clean family fun. Have at it. And it's sort of like it's sort of funny because then after this is sort of like then you get into like secret and then you get into like all the other stuff like standoff and secret empire and all that fun stuff mm. and but 
like for like that for five issues you got straight up just monster fights whole bunch of monster fights and I know it's kind of, it's kind of like huh after reading that after Secret Empire it was sort of like one of those moments of wow this is this is nice this, this is lovely <laughs> just this is lovely I think that, this... that makes a good point though about like the the idea of reading something like as a whole after the fact and I think you know, mm-hmm. I keep coming back to that idea of of Secret Empire, you know, what it's going to read like as a trade, what it's going to read like for, um, you know, people who haven't read it before, and they're going to pick it up and they're going to read it as a whole. And I, I, I've wondered, you know, I've wanted to kind of separate it from the controversy, and I wanted to, to separate the story and go right. Well, how will it read on its own as a whole? And my kind of, I say hot take, but I think it's kind of lukewarm take, is. That I like that. Actually, actually it's, it's probably not going to be anything without the controversy. I think that the, yeah. the arguments and the the offensiveness, you know, the offensive nature of some of the aspects of it, the um, the anger, the passion that was felt by fans, the fact that a lot of people switched off mentally from it, you know, or whatever, however people felt, or, or the other side, you know, people loving it, people thinking it was brilliant, you know, people thinking it was a fantastic kind of uh, you know, commentary on um, on the growth of fascism in, in, in Western society. I think all of that, you know, is what fuels Secret Empire, and I think on its own, without any of that, just picked up off the shelf. I don't think it'll be anything, you know. I think I remember Brian Bendis when he was writing Age of Ultron. He said something along the lines of, "Every story he writes, in the back of his mind, he writes it as though it's going to be the best, the best, or the 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 the, the biggest best possible story concerning yeah. those characters." Like Age of Ultron, he wanted to write the ultimate Ultron story. That's hard to say. Um, the ultimate Ultron story, and whether he succeeded or not, you know, is is debatable. But at the same time, it is, you know, it's hard to argue the the scope of it. You know, the scale of him. Obviously, you, know, you can tell that the writer is reaching for the greatest, the the logical extreme conclusion of what Ultron wants to be and wants to do. Um, and I wonder, where's that with Secret Empire? You know, is is if someone walked into the comic shop and wanted to pick up a Captain America trade, you know they're not going to get this one. They're not going to get recommended this one. Oh Lord, no! Of, you know, regardless of people's personal opinions, it's not the best Captain America story. Uh-uh. You know, I think a lot of people would point you to no. Ed Brubaker. Lord, no. You know, or hopefully potentially Mark Wade's new stuff. But I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be that story. So what story is it? You know, is it the best Marvel event? No, probably not. You know, you're probably going to direct no. people to Infinity War. You're going to direct people to the first Civil War, maybe. If you know, because that 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 seems to get a lot of attention outside of outside of comics. You know, I think a lot of internally, I think a lot of comics people have kind of are kind of over that hero versus hero thing. But I think you know, so it's not even a it's not even the the best Marvel event. So you know, where does it fit? You know, is it, it, it's and and again, I fought back on this idea of just being an interesting experiment, an interesting kind of oddity that just like oh do you remember that time captain america was a fascist oh dude yeah you gotta read that you know you gotta read that it was it's so bad it's good kind of thing and i'm not saying that's what it is and i'm not saying that's how people will view it but i mean i think at this point that's how i feel 
that's the best case scenario I feel for it yeah I mean I think people are going to look at Secret Empire when it's it's not going to be something that ever that any like when someone goes into a comic shop bookshop or that and be like well would you recommend what Captain America story we recommend it's like sure as hell not Secret Empire not not at least for your first Cap story I mean it's like I mean good lord it's like like people would recommend anything like like a lot of the like they would almost recommend any, almost any sort of Captain America story like you would like people would recommend Cap Wolf before before they recommend Secret Empire Shit, yeah Cap Wolf's great Cap Wolf's awesome <laughs> and actually it was funny um not to digress too badly here but it was it was i was at my half price recent half price bookstore recently and i was talking to comic fan just got into it six months ago oh wow and and we were talking back and forth about books and he's like oh yeah i've been like he hasn't really bought any new comic but he's been buying a lot of back issues buying a ton of back issues cool. and i was talking about different comic stores in the areas and even buying like guardian of the galaxy back issues and whatever he can get his hands on and, he, and he's having a ball with it mm. and and he has and he hasn't experienced the and i said yeah dude i mean you're you're in for a ride man it's like and yeah you, you you're gonna be dealing with like, like cap wolf and i his his eyes went you, you, you can tell his eyes widened he tilted his head and i said is captain america's a werewolf yeah man his eyes widened even bigger his head tilted even further and i said it's awesome just it's comics roll with it it's a 90s roll with it like i actually kind of but i mean dude i'd recommend cap wolf in a heartbeat over secret empire and i could recommend anything over i mean it's kind of like 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 i said you were saying cap civil war yeah i'd recommend civil war over secret empire in a heartbeat because civil war as a whole actually and yeah, this is going because this is going to get fun. But yeah, Civil War actually holds up better as a whole than holds up better as a whole. I think Secret Empire will be one of those events that it'll it'll be a, a solid story as a whole. But it's going to be one of those books that people go as it'll be like one of the things that people talk about. It's like, well, if you're curious about seeing seeing a book that kind of like is a deconstruction and really weird reconstruction of Captain America. I mean, I guess you could go for Secret Empire. Sure, yeah, see, you'll, you'll probably. I don't even think it, it doesn't. It does it to a degree, but not really. It, yeah, I think it it's, feels like it's trying to. I feel like the the Sam Wilson Captain America stuff. I think captures that a little bit better. Arguably, yes, because yes, it's kind of it takes a man who. You know, who always his whole life looked up to Captain America, and then gets the chance to be Captain America, and realizes it's harder than it looks, and it's especially harder than it looks for a black man. So I think that mm-hmm. kind of that's fascinating, and I think that kind of if that story was allowed to be its own thing, I think that would have been a more fascinating concept, and about him, him finding that redemption him find him find no well, not redemption because he hasn't done anything wrong i think him him finding that voice and in being able to command that captain america and that's done in that's done in secret empire and that's done in like yeah. his final issue there's that you know the one moment i did find really good was that bit where he's standing against hydra cap and it flashes that was awesome captain america standing against thanos in the infinity gauntlet and that's great because that kind of that not only kind of shorthand captures 
the the worthlessness of the fight but the importance of the fight you know the importance of fighting of standing and fighting no matter how pointless it is and that's what captain america is and i think it captures it there and i think it's interesting that uh, sam wilson has that moment that steve rogers doesn't because the real steve rogers comes back and instantly he wins instantly he you know he they start they have this kind of montage where they stand and fight they stand and fight and he picks up Mjolnir and, and beats Hydra Cap over the head with it. And But he's always going to win when he comes back. Whereas Sam Wilson stands there and he's not going to win. He is in, He is going to fall. But the fact that he stands there as Captain America means something. And so I think he does have that moment. But I think it's it's kind of lost in this larger event. Because at this point, at that point in the story, you're just waiting for the real Steve Rogers to come back. And I think that's exactly. a shame for Sam Wilson's story arc that that's how it happened. That he had his moment you know, in, a, in a very much kind of, you know, that's great, you know, good for you, but when's Steve Rogers coming back? And that's kind of been the, the punchline to his whole deal, which is, you know, inevitable, but a shame. Yeah, and it is. Because, not, and am I the only one who kind of wishes that Sam Wilson's could have stayed Captain America? No, definitely not. Because I, I, I know I'm not. Should have done. Yeah. I, 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 I know. I know they're they're making the Falcon. He's getting a new series. That's cool. But I would have liked to have seen him kept Cap Sam Wilson's cap. I, I would have been down for that. Because, mm. cause in that in that last bit when that kid and one of the kids is holding a Captain a Sam Wilson Captain America action figure, I was like, and eh, he's gonna be back to the Falcon soon. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and that's and that's when uh, Ter- uh, Terrence Sage, actually one of our guests of the show at one point during all this, he posted that thing up there, and it was like, and posted that on his Twitter. I was like, and because I was like, huh, yeah, yeah, that kind of sucks. He's not going to be Captain America yeah. because I, I like Samus. He had a really cool costume. He had a really, and he was very unique. He had a very unique take on being Captain America, and especially after I read uh, Remenders. Uh, cap run with uh, Sam Wilson. Mm. I was like, dude, yeah. would have loved to have seen how much further Rick Remender would have pushed uh, Sam Wilson's uh, Captain America, but alas, Marvel drove Remender off, or Remender had to go with all his creator own projects. But, dude, that that first bit with, with Sam's Cap was Remender's run. That was. That was really freaking cool. Yeah. Heck, I'd recommend that Captain America for people over Secret Empire in a <laughs> yeah. heartbeat. But yeah, and I think that's the big yeah, got caught up in all the Secret Empire. And it's a it's a damn shame because Sam Wilson made for a great Captain America, and now it's like, well, guess what? We're I mean, yeah, I and mean, yeah, we got Steve Rogers back as Cap, and now they're going to be doing like, I guess a Cap Redemption tour. Like, mm. like I think that's what Sam, yeah. like what Mark Way was saying, how his run's gonna be a sort of like Cap coming back after the all the events of Secret Empire, and how do you come back from that? And and people and and here's some interesting thing because you mentioned earlier this is Hydra is Hydra Cap still around? Yes, yeah, he's 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 around, which isn't clearly so, in the Secret Empire number ten. I, I assume they'll mention it in Omega. I imagine that will be that's the point of you know the the, to, the term Omega, isn't it? The Alpha and the Omega. You know, so you're going to have Steve Rogers versus Hydra Cap in some kind of 
know, battle of, of wills or ideology or something maybe or are they going to have Hydra Cat be like that weird Superboy Prime in the background? Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. pull it, pull that trigger just in case anyone has the right idea to use it. Yeah, and yeah. honestly, if I was Marvel, though, I'd eliminate the hell out of Hydra Cat fast. Yes, yeah. Because the moment he appears again, whoo, like that's just some toxic juju that you do not want hanging out in your universe man it's like yeah. like hydra cat so they'll be like let's well, bring back those memories again yeah. and so i, I don't know if they're gonna either bringing him back ironically i can see someone like bringing him back in like deadpool as like a and like kind of really taking the weight out of the character by just kind of mocking the the very idea of secret empire kind of making now, that would be of, cool. making fun of the whole drama and the whole you know the whole hail hydra like kind of controversy around it i think they could see them doing that yeah probably a yeah, year they... or so from now i can't see them doing it anytime soon yeah but if they but if they don't if they don't say to eliminate them in, in the omega series then the omega in the omega one shot then likely enough it'll probably be dead they'll probably go where do we bring him back mm-hmm. and it's like Dear Lord, we're going to bring him back in Deadpool just to make fun of the dang thing yeah. because we do not need that. Yeah. Well, it's in, we it's in the Deadpool need... series, like Deadpool 35, which was uh, Secret Empire time. It's where they announced that Hydra Cap was in custody or arrested. That's still hilarious. And that's just like, like yeah, slide it in. Yeah, just slide that like, in afterwards. Let's slide that in. It's like, it's like wait, strange. so Hydra Cap's still around? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Find your next favorite comic at Shroud Media, where different is the new normal. Shroud Media is a creator and publisher of independent comic books, featuring a diverse range of characters confronted with extraordinary circumstances. In Riven, a dark superhero science fiction, a hero rebels against a totalitarian regime led by his deadly alter ego. The supernatural action-adventure Reitzig pits a mute child soldier against his surrogate military family, forcing him to choose between murdering his surrogate mother or losing his sister forever. And an unlikely romance forms between two women after a near-death experience in the surreal action-adventure Samurai Gunslinger. All Shroud Media digital comic books and graphic novels are available on Comixology, iTunes, and Google Play for hassle-free reading on any device. Find Shroud Media on Facebook, at Shroud Media on Twitter, and ShroudMediaLLC.com. I'm glad for the most part Secret Empire is over, and now we can kind of get to the point where, like, where we can kind of reflect on it, and really, like I said, was it, it was a, it was a, it, it was an event that got intensified by the fact that it it really did was a sort of interesting it was sort of very wild catalyst of all the other crap that was happening because a lot of crap stirred up in the midst of this miniseries like 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 in and around this miniseries there was all this other crap going on in the world mm. yeah. and that even more intensified yeah. The Secret Empire stuff. That's exactly it, yeah. And it's like so I and the and, and the thing is like we go always go back to the beginning of all this is the way Nick Spencer and a lot of Marvel Nick Spencer and Tom Brever and a lot of people Marvel are talking about this is 
they didn't help matters. Like, mm. people were getting more ticked off, and I was like, okay. Yeah. They're still mad. Yeah. And, and no one was really, there was really no way that, I mean, it's like sort of like, it's over, and now people are going to talk about it, and now people can kind of talk about it, and now people are going to get to the point where they can talk about it in context when it's fully collected, now that, when it's fully collected, people can kind of read it, and, because it's funny, some people, I've already, some people are going, well, I don't really know that much, because I haven't, I've been kind of avoiding everything Secret Empire, and I'm like, you're a lucky duck, aren't you? You are lucky. But but you know what's interesting? I was actually looking through comics and soon Marvel Legacy starts up. Yeah. Now Matt, what do you think about how Marvel Legacy is gonna hold up in the midst of all? Like if this is not like the most amazing darn darn thing in the planet Earth, mm. Marvel's gonna be in for a ride. I think it's interesting, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's interesting that you say that. I think because I think the Secret Empire's had like kind of a two-pronged effect, really. I think it's had a, it's had the effect of kind of making people angry and putting people off Marvel comics, which gives mm-hmm. Legacy a, a, a steeper hill to climb. But I also think Secret Empire has made people want want a fresh start and want kind of a crave it and yeah, crave that kind of back to original Marvel. You know, back to what they love about Marvel Comics, which is what Legacy's leading into, and I think it's strange because I think the weight of Secret Empire <laughs> will be will be felt in the in in the follow up comics, in the sense of well, you know, part a small part of me wants to see the world react to what's happened, you know, the world like because I I did find that little bit at the end of Secret Empire interesting, you know, where you know the the Inhuman from the beginning that kind of throw throws up anything he wants like baths up things like kind of he he's mm-hmm. released from inhuman jail and they say oh sign this waiver and he signs it without question and he's back out you know back out with his son and then in the morning he wakes up and the community's there helping to clean his, his house which is lovely i like that you know, which is great but i i want to see i i, you know, I want to see all of i want to see more of that i want to see well part a small part of me does anyway you know a, part, a small part of me wants to see how the rest of the Marvel community doing, you know, is, is Ms. Marvel doing what she always wants to do and gets out on the streets helping people clean up? You know, are people do people not like her? You know, do the people because at the moment in in you know in the world, like all manner of racists, fascists, bigots are being validated by the mm-hmm. the government, and that was how it was in in Marvel comics. You know, they were being validated. Those people were validated by. Steve Rogers or Hydra Cap, and now that Hydra Cap's been taken down, those people are still there, and they've just they've they've been emboldened by, you know, the fact that they've had, they had a a government that kind of sided with them. So I'd be interested to see what those people are like. But on the other side, the bigger part of me just wants rid of it, <laughs> you know, just wants to start afresh, wants a fresh wants fresh Marvel comics. I don't want to see the new Captain America series dealing with the aftermath of Secret Empire. I want to see it get back to being what Captain America is all about. And that would be, and I think, because I know Wade's mentioned he might, he's going to address it, but I don't know, Mm. I don't know for how long. I think he'd be wise to step away from it. I think it'd be wise. I think it'd be smart. Talking abstracts, you know, the idea of Captain America as an ideal 
being missing and him trying to restore that rather than going yeah secret empires here and like the you know imagine the bad guy of wade's captain america run being hydra cap you know i don't i don't want that to be true i don't want to read that comic you know and you know what's funny it's like and because it's kind of fitting it's like marvel's first big when they're starting to really hit lot marvel legacy is their first big book is going to be the marvel legacy book that pretty much has ghost rider writing woolly mammoth <laughs> yes yeah when that image that's I, cool that image hit and i've never seen so many people just go ghost riders writing woolly mammoth that's awesome <laughs> and and then because the rest of the image were like that's cool okay meh. and then and then ghost riders writing woolly mammoth yeah and then everyone just loses their entire minds and just goes this is the coolest thing I have ever seen. Ghost Riders riding Woolly Mammoth. This is so cool. And then everyone's talk, showing it, sharing the image around, retweeting tweets, and they, and then talking about it on Facebook, talking about, and they're all so happy and excited. And I'm like, this is like the best positive press on the planet Earth that Marvel could ever have right now. Ghost Rider riding freaking Woolly Mammoth. Yep. Is it that easy? This is, like, <laughs> is that all you needed to it do? Was, it, just give people something that gloriously glorious and ridiculous and beautiful and people just go this is like straight up comics mm. at its finest and it's most fun ghost trader writing a flipping woolly mammoth wow that is so cool and people are so happy and they're excited and when you saw people when i saw people on the like people who who aren't who aren't big on secret empire but retweeting the tweet or people who are being a retweet and it, it was like oh, it's a kind of neat uniting moment of people who who are for and against Secret Empire retweeting Ghost Rider writing a woolly mammoth on freaking everything. And it's so, it's just so like one of those, wow, this is like beautiful positive press for Marvel. This is, yeah. this is hilarious. Yeah, is. This is awesome. I mean, it, I mean, cause, and, and that, and that's what, and that's what kind of made me go, yeah, people are craving this. They, they are craving something this ridiculous and beautiful. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we're gonna um, we'll talk about the Marvel Legacy one shot when that comes out. I mean, we'll obviously you know oh. we'll we'll be analysing it to death, no doubt. Um, we will be. We, we're deep diving in that, son. Yeah. We, you and I, we we are we are straight up because <laughs> I something I was like I was looking through my uh, comic chopper and all that on my phone before we started, and I was just like Marvel Legacy comes out in a couple. Oh, Matt and I diving in that. Yeah, yeah. That that's gonna be our. That was our first episode, or our zero episode, was um, DC Rebirth, number one. Like yep, and now one. we're talking Marvel like and Marvel this old, again. yeah, this is funny. Nearly, a, well, over a this, year later. This is funny, yeah. We need, this is going to be, it's, it's kind of funny, this, we, we kind of have a thing with us, sort of like, Rebirth and Legacies, and it's kind of interesting, man. I mean, we... You and I have been on probably one of the most unique podcast journeys that anyone <laughs> that two people could probably go on yeah. with, with with like and with and it's like and it's sort of like you could tell like it's it, it's interesting for it might be a little bit inside baseball but it, you could tell you and I were kind of like by the end of the secret we were just going we are so freaking done mm. oh my we we both got fried. Yeah, we both got fried hard. Yeah, I think because and, we started off by reviewing every single issue of Secret Empire, including all the times, and, and that, and we that fried yeah, us. Yeah, that fried it, us. Like that's it's part of the reason. You know, it's a good, it's an interesting point to raise because it's it's part of the reason why 
we haven't done as many episodes as as we would have done. I think if we were just kind of getting together once every two weeks or once a week and just chatting shit about anything, I think we'd have been we'd have kept going. But I think the fact that we kind of tied ourselves into this event so deeply, I think that kind of tied our hands a little bit and put us in a little bit of a um you did an idea of right well yeah i want to but i've not read the issues or i don't really want to read the issues and if we get to we were fried we, yeah we're fried we're fried basically we've got some you know we've got a couple of people lined up as guests that we're going to get on which is good and yeah and um, i've yeah. yeah we kind of in the midst of it it kind of it's kind of interesting because it did take a toll. It did take a toll on us. I mean, it's, I mean, it's kind of interesting to deal with that, yeah. Because, and this is, and this is like kind of like, this is like the real, like it's like the classic of, this is like what you call what people call real talk here of <laughs> the realest of all real talk here of us saying like, yeah, we got fried, and we when we got ourselves Secret Empire, it's something we did on a lark just to kind of do something that's a fun little side and turn into. Oh dear lord, this event tore us freaking apart, and because and then tear us apart like like Matt and I, we were still but we 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 get along fine. We're yeah, we buds. We we love talking to one another. It's just our energy just got sapped freaking dry, and just talking it sapped me dry, and the general, and then the general nature of the comic conversations that were coming out of Secret Empire and everything else that was happening at the same time it made me kind of go you know everyone's driving me it's all driving me nuts and and then and but the thing is it's like the one thing that i think i enjoy is like like i say when i met i was talking to that dude in a half price i enjoyed that chat i shoot when i shoot the shit with someone i shoot when i just shoot the breeze with somebody in a comic store talking about random other like random comics i love that and and i've realized talking with you about it's like it's like funny secret empire like yeah like shooting this read about secret empire whatever and and shooting the read about you and comics in general i enjoy that and we enjoy we actually do enjoy talking to one another yeah we just both got fried and it's interesting because it's funny. I was telling, like, I don't want to deal with Secret Empire. We were at the point where we were just sort of like, can we be done with Secret Empire now? <laughs> and like, we got to hang in there. It's like, can we be done with Secret Empire? Yeah. Like, I think we were both sort of like, we, but we hung in there. But now that we're wrapping this up, we're going to be like, put it this way. When Omega hits, guys, you'll probably get Matt and I making a little aside to it. Mm-hmm. But we're not diving that deep into that land of fun. No. Because <laughs> we we have done our we have done our service to Secret Empire. Absolutely, yeah. We've done I think it. I'm looking we, forward to we ser- I'm looking forward to discussing that. I've enjoyed the generations one shots that have been coming out. Um, I don't know if you've been reading. Yeah, I still need I, I still need to catch up on mm-hmm. those. I I I've read I've I actually because I want I want to read Wolverine one, but I haven't been able to find it. The Wolverine one was like good. that thing sold out faster than I could. Yeah, blink. I think the Wolverine one was. Um, Probably my favourite one, although I like the um, I like the Jean Grey one as well. I think the the Jean Grey one. If you've been reading the main the Jean Grey solo series, um, that's up to like issue six, I think now. 
then that's that that issue is really good it feeds into that really well and i've been really enjoying the gene gray series issue six came out recently uh, in the last few weeks and that was um that was the strongest issue yeah that was really good um and then there's been the hulk one there's been a thor one the thor one ties into the legacy one shot um quite closely at the end um, there's like a, I don't know if you've seen the spoilers for it, but there's like a final page. I haven't read. I've seen bits and pieces, but I haven't really read too much. Like, cause I actually have that issue. I've actually probably like it's kind of funny because here be told like someone because it's funny. It's like I as I've been up because I've been getting my blog back up and updated, and the one thing it's kind of like I said, and I pretty much fully said is for a while I wasn't really reading a lot of comics. Mm. I was just so fried <laughs> I, I was just I was so like it's like it it sort of like it poisoned the comic well for me for a little while like not Secret Empire but there was way more to it than just Secret Empire there it was it, it was sort of like a collision a collision of everything hit right at once mm. and I just was like and it was sort of like it was sort of like yo uh, I, I can't I gotta I, I can't right now. I cannot deal with this. But then, but then it's like as I've been kind of getting back in the books, and I kind of, I kind of had a, you know, when I got stepped away, and I took a look as I reading, and I'm like, wow, comics are great. Wow, comics are fun. I miss this. Yeah, I miss this a lot. And and. And, and I feel bad because it's like this is like the one, but this is like the one thing I've really like one of my favorite things I've been enjoying, and and it is, it's like Matt, like just shooting the shit of a buddy. Mm. I I think that's what, I like that. I think that's what'd be good to get back to because you. I mean, I read your latest blog, uh, blog post on uh, GeekUlanded. You read it. You read, it. You read the ramble. Yeah, of course I read it. I went back and read a few other things as well because I didn't realize you were. Uh, writing more more stuff as well, so I rent. Oh, I've been more. writing your. I I missed today, but I'm actually going to be diving. I'm actually going to get back in. Get, I'm actually trying to keep to a daily to semi daily updating. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, so yeah, I read your I read your your blog post, and I think the one thing that stuck out to me was the the idea of you saying, "Oh, I wrote a little something um, about." Um, shoot, what was it about now? You wrote, you wrote a little... Secret Empire that I'll never post. Yeah, that was it. But you enjoyed writing. You enjoyed getting back to writing it because you were writing it for yourself and you weren't writing it for you know, for other people or for what you think other people want to read. And I think that kind of... That kind of... Um, that kind of made the point more than anything, really. It was the idea of you wanting to get back into it for yourself and for the sake of doing it and for the sake of wanting to do it. And I think that kind of strips away a lot of what you get bogged down with and not you the general you kind of gets bogged down with this idea it, of wanting to of wanting to write things that you think people will want to read and it's like you could that's that's important you know to have that kind of idea in your head but i think exactly also, you've got to you've got to do it for you you've got to you know you're not getting paid for it you know so you've got to you've got to write what you what you want to it, what you want to write and you've got to write be true to you because that's the it, most unique thing you can you can bring and if you are miserable and it shows holy crap does it show because when you're when you're trying to figure out it's like well what should i do or what should i do 
and you're just sort of like, I am not enjoying myself with anything right now. This is this is miserable. I mean, it's like I can't. I don't really want to deal with anything. I'm just miserable. Oh my gosh, I am miserable. Mm. And and the thing is, and I was, and this is sort of like a drunk. If, if you pour, like I said, it was funny when I told and I sent this to Matt. Like Matt, if you read this whole rambling thing, bless you, because <laughs> it was like. It was like, I, and I realized, I'm like, oh my god, I am, and that's when, I, it was sort of like, everyone has those moments where you think, yeah, I was very, in, and then when I kind of started reading, like, read a little bit more, read a little bit more, and I'm like, wow, I am legit enjoying myself. I am actually legitly kind of enjoying myself a little bit more, and it's, I think, and this is sort of a, a little bit more of a slight tangent, but I think everyone who's ever written anything online, written for, written about comics or ever, you have those moments where you're sort of like, God, this is, this is driving, like, it's all driving me crazy. And I think that's when you step back and you think about what you like, what you love, what you like talking about. And you kind of think about a refocusing. Like, I wrote a thing on Game of Thrones, and I said, and I wrote a thing on Game of Thrones yesterday, I basically, and I basically said, shameless, it basically put in there, shameless Game of Thrones post, <laughs> shameless SEO <laughs> Game of Thrones post, yeah, just, yeah. just as, it, I was, it was straight up me just being, it's, these are, it's kind of like, it's more me, and, like, I'm feeling more me, and I think everyone has those moments where you kind of feel like, you're not feeling like yourself online, you're not feeling you feel like you're a shambling husk walking around like that's you but you're not you you're you're trying you're kind of like i'm not feeling anything i'm just so freaking done mm. and and that and it's feel and it's kind of interesting cuz it's like like you, and i and by the way people will be like Wes, you're probably being a little bit too honest here about yourself. Like, I don't care. No, I think <laughs> it's good. I think I've been around this. You know, that's what makes I, it interesting. It, it's like, like, it's one of the things where, like, like, probably, it's like, I've been dealing, I've been at this for a long, I've been writing about comics for a long damn time. And thing is, it's like the things I enjoy now, it's like, when I first started, I was much more, uh, I was younger, and I also was a lot more like, I was probably way more, like way more, kind of like that weird mix of fanboy credit, and I, and, I'm, and now I'm sort of like, I'm like I'm mellowed considerably, but I also find like the stuff I like now is much more, I'm a much different me than what I was when I first started, mm. and, and it's kind of funny because, and I and I think and the one. This is and and this is for and anyone who's if you ever think about writing comics on the internet, this is for anybody out there. If you decide you kind of want to dive into it, write about, find the stuff that if you start on your own, and you're just kind of writing and like on your own blog. Which by the way, I highly recommend starting your own blog. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's like somewhere. Be stuff. Yeah. Before before you start wanting to get into the whole wide wide world of comics internet, mm. write your own blog. Start a Tumblr thing. Get, get a get get whatever. Just go for it, and write about what you like. Don't 
don't give a damn. Like, like, yeah, you'll get, like, SEO options. Like, if you write a Tumblr, you won't get that. But if you write, but if you get migrated WordPress blog and you'll get, like, SEO options, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Don't, don't worry about that crap. Write about what you like. And write about what you adore. Because, really, it's all about passion. Mm. It's all about what you give a crap about. Absolutely, yeah. Don't, don't fall into the people like, it's, it's so, it gets so frustrating. Everyone's like, well, you've got to, you, you know, we should not, like, it is funny when, uh, like, Matt, did you catch my, um, thoughts on Nightwatch? Yes. The Nightwatch character getting a movie? Crazy. And, and the first thing I said was, and I said, oh yeah, I was messaging you about that. And I said, and I said, there's going to be Nightwatch listicles. Yeah, there is. Yeah. That's crazy. Go I'm going to have to do my research. If it actually happens, there's going to be top five, top five Nightwatch stories. And there's only been like five Nightwatch. Say, I don't there think there's been five, five Nightwatch stories. There was a, there was a limited series and like, and, and he appeared in an amazing Spider-Man annual. And so amazing Spider-Man annual and a limited series. I think he had like some other small appearances, but I'm like, there's going to be think pieces on Nightwatch and there's going to be, and I just thought, Oh dear Lord, there's going to be some poor bastard at a comic website. (laughs) That's going to be given the task of having the right of having to go on these massive Nightwatch journeys and being like, there's only like five issues. How much can you possibly write about Nightwatch? And, I don't know, but someone's gonna be tasked with doing yeah. it, and and I and I just started laughing. I just went, "That's hilarious!" Yeah. But like some poor soul at like some like some some site's gonna be having to do night watch listicles, and it amuses the and it amuses the sin out of me, and and I just it was just infinitely amused. I don't think anyone could tell like. Well, I think everyone could tell, really, that read those some of my tweets on it. That I was very, very extremely amused <laughs> by this whole thing because I realized, because the one thing you learn about, because, like, Matt, Matt, I know you write for 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 Multiversity, CBR, and all that, and I'm not I'm not insulting you at all, by the way. <laughs> no, I know. When I do that, when, you, you know I'm not right. Absolutely like, not. I think it's it's a bizarre it's a, it's a bizarre world. It. Comics culture has changed dramatically from when I first started writing about comics to where it is now. Nowadays, it's like, like, like review culture, for example, has completely changed from when I first started to now. Yeah. Um, you have much more of a, like, you have much more, of, and the, and a lot of the focuses have changed, like in pop culture coverage from from when I first started to now, and everything's been such a dramatic change and it's so and i think that's why i tell people that's why i say that's why i'm saying like find what you love and yeah if you get involved in a site and say someone asks you like hey what you want to review into and then kind of think about that kind of think about what you kind of want to get into what you want to dive into and kind of ponder that and i think that's important for new writers but i think that's also important for kind of the long running writers as well like you know me and you have been writing for years now and I think it's. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that we could both like. That's advice we could both take. You know, I think. You know, oh yeah, idea, I'm taking it myself right exactly, now. <laughs> you know, you're kind of getting this, you know, re-energized kind of vibe to your writing, and I think the only reason that's happening is because you're going back to 
just writing for yourself and just writing what you love and I think that's that's definitely true and I think you know you're right I do write for Multiversity I do write for CBR and it's it's hard because you know that stuff is not always what you want to write about it's you know what is you know it's current reviews of comics it's it's kind of articles about stuff that you know it pay, pays the bills you know into it to not really pays the bills but you know it, it pays pays me to do it so it's kind of like well yeah you know that's um that is what it is you know and i think that i think i want to i want to do I, I you know i want to keep doing that i want to keep growing in that sense but i also want to write about stuff yeah. that i want to you know want to write about the um the room reading you know like um i'm diving into a lot of jack kirby stuff at the moment because you know it was his uh, yeah actually... it was his hundredth birthday last week, and um, and just generally I've not done a lot, you know I've not read as much of Jack Kirby as I want to. Like I never read his old demon stuff, um, so I've started reading a few of those. Yeah, that's stuff. cool. I've just started reading that tonight, in fact, and I was reading um, oh. Hip Hop Family Tree, which isn't Jack Kirby, obviously, but um, Ed Pisker, because I saw an article on CBR about um, the new X Men Grand Design that's coming out from him. And I'd never read, yes. I'd never read Hip Hop Family Tree. I read the free comic day issue of it, but I never dived into that. So I picked up that as well, and that's really good. And that's really good. And, and from someone who doesn't know much about rap or hip hop, um, it's fascinating. Cool. Read, yeah. And so yeah, things like that. It's really good to kind of read stuff because I want to read it, and not because I have to read it for an article or have to read it for a review. It's nice to actually just kind of pick up stuff and go, yeah, I want to read that and read it. And I think. We could both do with that kind of re-energized feeling of just, you know, getting back to doing what you want to do and doing what you love doing. And to be fair, I mean, and I've read your and I've read your stuff for CBR. You, I actually made a point. I read your stuff for CBR, and you have a really cool way of doing your your uh, your articles there. Like your thank you. Like it's because this is why I was like being training very carefully because. Matt does like he is does he does he does the uh, listicles. I do listicles. And yeah. by the way, guys, this is actually what they're called. Yeah, they're, they're, this is the legit name for them, listicles. That's that's what they're called. <laughs> but and and it's not it's not an insult. It's actually legit what they're called. It's one of the nicest things and, they're called. <laughs> exactly. And but and but like Matt here does really cool work of his li- with his list and. And they are really fun, and he makes them pretty, pretty dang engaging, that's and nice, and that's that's not and that that's not me telling it because Matt's Matt's my brother is Matt's my brother more or less. It's it's because and Matt's my buddy and all that good stuff. But no, I just I like reading Matt's writing, and and I really like that, and and I think I think that's the thing. If you're gonna, and by the way, if you and if you do listicles. I mean no ins. I mean no insult at all because I've actually read my fair share of listicles and I find them fascinating. I read, I've read more than my fair share of them and I do find them fascinating when they're really well done. Like Matt, they're well done. Oh, and you. sometimes you can tell the ones that are have less. You can tell the listicles that have less craft to them versus the ones that are just kind of like done to be done and they're awful and they read painfully and mm. they and they scream like. Like I am doing this because, because this is something that, 
but the, and I'm like, oh, this that this reads brutally, and I'm not touching this with a ten foot pole. Yeah. But I think that's it. I think there are some, there are I, some I think sites that's that are a little they're a little lazy with it. I think there are some sites that write them. Um, you get the feeling that the people are writing them because purely because they're paid to write them. You know, and I think um, mm-hmm. and I think obviously going back to me saying, oh, I get you know I get I get paid to write these articles. I do, but there's not a single one I've written yeah. that I haven't wanted to write. You know, you don't get forced exactly. to write about something. You don't get you don't get articles pushed on you. You get ideas presented, and you can choose one of those ideas if you want to, or you can present your own. And I think you know, I think I've been pretty fifty-fifty with taking ideas that have been presented and pretty not like, pushing my own ideas, um, and that kind of gives you a freedom. And you want to write it, and I think a lot of the a lot of the criticism, and you do get a lot of criticism. Um, from people is basically saying oh this is just clickbait or this is you know they obviously don't know comics or they obviously you know they're of course you they're are. being you know I think I got accused it. of being you know of um, writing fake news which is <laughs> which is ridiculous <laughs> for a comics it's a comics article you know and and you know people will say that but at the same time you know everyone I can I can say from like the other side of things that everyone at CBR at least writes what they want to write and they love they love what they're writing about and they care about what they're writing about which is good and i think as you said like there are some you know there are some listicle sites or some kind of clickbaity sites um that that kind of just write for the sake of of writing it and write to just get it out there and just and just to be controversial whereas like i don't feel like we're doing that and I, and and yeah because i noticed it, cause that's why i'm like that's why i've never really given like like it's like even before you were for CBR, I never really given CBR as much crap mm. because like CBR has done some solid stuff. I've actually, like I said, I've actually still keeping like I've been keeping eye on CBR way more since you started writing there. But it's like what CBR does really. It's, it's like even though CBR is in the midst, got bought out by got bought by a big giant conglomerate of their yeah. own, of in its own right, and it's like they're. But they are still trying to carve out their own name and still trying to do their thing in the midst of a very of a changing comics pop culture mm. landscape, which is rapidly it changing. It is rapidly changing. And I think I I mean, don't get me wrong, I miss the old CBR. I miss how CBR used to be, how it was when I well, when here, I started man. reading uh comics internet. Um and I think there are sites out there that try and capture that. I think if you've not been to Atomic Junk Shop there's a lot of, um, I think it's atomicjunkshop.com. They a lot of writers that used to write for CBR write for that now, and that's kind of that does capture a lot of the old school kind of, um, the old school way of of of, uh, of like reviewing and writing about comics. And I find that they've got like a good a good energy there. Um, but I also know that you know, CBR is is one of the biggest sites now, so I think they have kind of. They have an obligation to to change with um, to adapt to how people view their stuff on the internet, and I think you know, regardless of what people's opinions are, I think a lot of kind of listicle stuff is is where is where a lot of the hits come in, a lot of what a lot of the views come in. So it's kind of I it's, agree. it's difficult, but um, I, and I no go on what you say. I do agree. I mean. It, despite my snark, I do know that's how it operates. Like people really, people it's like listicles do do well. Listicles do well SEO wise. Listicles do well in 
getting people's attention. I mean, a lot of people like reading them. I mean, like listicles that have like image, short and sweet little description of it and talk about it. And then, and then they, and it does keep and does catch their eye and it does catch their, people really like those. I mean, and and people, and a lot of people do like those. Like for as many people that, that make snarky comments about them, there's other people that really do <laughs> dig them. And that's, and that's, and, and heck, I pull that I'm making snarky comments right now, but even, but even I do say I do, I have read my fair share of them from time to time if it's something that interests me. Because if it's something that interests me, I'm like, well, it's a listicle, but you know what? It has, is a subject that interests me, so I'll read it. <laughs> and, and so I don't like that. It's like I snark, but I also fully admit I do <laughs> I read them from time to time, so it's not something. I know where you're coming from. Like, you're not, um, you're not snarky for the sake of being snarky. You all, you, you know, plus you're talking about Nightwatch. I mean, Nightwatch is, uh, is crazy, man. <laughs> it's basically, it's basically, it's like, I, like I said, that's why I went some, some poor souls and up getting like, can we do a Nightwatch listicle? <laughs> yeah. How in the hell are you going to do a Nightwatch listicle? There's not much to do with it. And some poor soul's going to be tasked to figure that out at some point or yeah. another. And I'm just like, oh, that's not going to be fun for that cat. <laughs> oh, that's... Yeah, I'm not going to raise my hand for that. It, yeah, that that would be a brutal ride. I mean, I mean, hell, but it's this is interesting. We've kind of diverged from Secret Empire to now us kind of talking about this very interesting bit of concept. I hope you all out there find this fascinating. Matt and I talking about our comics internet because, yeah, so. like, if you want if if you if you want if you want more Matt and I talking comics internet experience because he and I have been at this for a long damn time, and because. Believe me, we we were actually talking at one point of doing a segment on here of me just ranting for like fifteen minutes about <laughs> the comic stuff at one point, and this is basically us kind of having a more balanced conversation of us talking about our adventures because, because, like I said, I've known Matt since Matt and I've known each other for a few years thanks to uh, when we met on Ryan's with Geek, and and we've still we still managed to remain in touch even after the fact and that's how we got into the podcast it's just we knew each other from that side and that's how this began from there i mean that's why our first guest was our old editor-in-chief josh yeah and and that's how he ended up being our first guest because he was our he was our editor so he was our editor he was the editor owner of rhymes geek so that's how he ended up being our first guest and and we and that's kind of like, and that's what's kind of this funny experience of Matt and I just kind of going, huh? But like, yeah, and and I and I think I think it is interesting that we do we have like we have been on this journey, and like I said, I've been at it probably longer than some cats on here, and and like I said, I always tell people like it was when I was talking to my friend, to my friend Jess, to my friend Jess over the weekend, she was my editor on Comics Crux, and I told her wasn't for you jazz i probably would have run screaming years ago because like you're the one that kept me from running screaming and and of course i loved her reaction to it her she sent me a doc gift saying maybe so because <laughs> she's like yeah i think i did but but it's true i mean it and there's a lot more to dive into this one if you if, like i said if you want this to if you whatever that matt and i make this make it a, a semi-regular thing us talking about our comic book inter, our comic book internet adventures feel free if you really want more of this because dear lord matt and i probably between the two of us have stories oh, yeah. oh i know i got a few stories <laughs> but 
I got a few very funny stories about my adventures over the years. Like, usually involving articles and very interesting reactions. I think the reactions are always the most interesting part sometimes, isn't it? Especially when you're writing for the first time. Getting those reactions back from people. Oh, Lord, that's the fascinating thing. Because when you, when, you when you're writing for the first time, and it's like, when, it's like, it was funny. Like, I remember I was, like, how I got into it was, when I got into my comments internet, I was writing on my own, on my own initial blog, and, and, this, and basically, guy met, and a guy, uh, a guy messaged me, basically, hey, you want to, do you want to be on my site? Okay. Sure, and it's like going from doing reviews for your own site that are getting like ten, maybe a hundred hit, a hundred hits on on a review, to suddenly you're getting like a hundred hits to sometimes a thousand hits on you're like, what? Yeah, that's crazy. How how many people are reading this right now? What's going on? This is weird, and. So it, it does, and, and, and it's like when you're, and especially when you're still trying to find your own writing style at the same time, because, so you're like, oh, Lord have mercy. It's, it's like, it gets a little bit like, yeah. whoa, but there's, there, there's a long, longer story to that. But yeah, I mean, dude, I did not even realize this would become such a longer <laughs> tangent, but well, here we I think, are. Um, I think that's a good place to end it. I think we've, t- we've said everything we wanted to say about Secret Empire. I think we've had uh, a good like a good kind of glimpse of how the podcast is probably going to be from now on. <laughs> it's probably just going to be us chatting about random yeah, comics um, and stuff. Matt, pre- prepare yourselves, guys. Matt and I are going to get... Like, I, I, I remember my own blog post. I said, it go get weird. And I like that. I think. And I fully admit, it go get weird. I like weird. the idea of us just experimenting with, with what we want the show to be. I think having guests <laughs> on when we have guests on, which is going to be good. Uh, we've got a few people kind of in the bag that we that we want to um, and, we want to check and on. yeah and I got and I got someone in the bag and and I, and I felt and I mean I got a couple other things we're going to get lined up in the pit or so and it'll be good because and pretty much having and 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 just having this sort of chat is sort of like it's kind of nice just to have like a nice little chat about it and. And kind of, and in a weird way, it's like we're not venting. It's just more of like Matt and I are just kind of talking about our state of minds and how we look at comics right now. And it's kind of like I think I kind of call this like I mean, there's the beginning of a larger conversation mm-hmm. at hand. That as as we go on with this, there's a larger conversation that's going to open up as time goes on. And I I will fully tell you guys this. Like after this is that after after the bit this summer with me too and everything else. I mean really. I'm kind of game to just get to get a little bit like let's let's get weird <laughs> let's let's go have some let's fun let's let's go let's have a good damn time because you know life is too damn short and there's and there's enough there's so much going on right now that really like Matt like pretty much you're looking at the world through Matt and I's like this is like sort of like Matt and I's filters and and it's sort of like maybe we should reflect that more heck I know I've I've had a rougher time reflecting that in the past few months and now I I'm kind of hitting a very interesting state of mind where I I guess I'm hitting the point where I'm like I don't really care what I say so 
it's it's going to get interesting how how much my filter is going to die in the next few months. I I'm going to be fascinated to see how far my filter yeah, dies. No, I agree. I'm going to be I'm going to be interested to to chat with you and just kind of get back to just chatting about random comics <laughs> and random comics Twitter and comics internet and all that kind of stuff. Matt, stay tuned. How to watch how far? Stay tuned. That's the issue for watching how, watching Wesley's filter die in a fire <laughs> as as pretty much as what's as die in a dang fire as he starts really stops caring what he says. <laughs> Well, let's um, <laughs> let's close it up then. So we've already mentioned uh, roughly. Uh, well, well, we mentioned bits and bobs, but where can people find you on the internet? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Geeku Landed. Feel free to comment about the show. Comment about if you're going to be prepared for how weird this shit's going to get in the next few next bit or so with this podcast, and how interest how how much fun we're going to have because it's going to be fun. And also, you can find me at GeekuLanded.com because I am going to be re- I'm. I am dedicated to keeping a daily, the semi-daily, blogging schedule there, and also, and also my own little random bits of of wonderful madness because you know, it's time to bring some damn fun back to this comics industry. Absolutely, it's time to bring some damn fun back to comics internet in general yeah. and pop culture internet. Like our own kind of I'm, version of legacy or rebirth. We're having our own kind of that's the issue reborn moment. Pretty much, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh! This become this has become that's the issue rebirth. This is the legit true rebirth of us. True rebirth of us, yeah. Um, and as for me, you can find me. I am at Matt Loon on Twitter. Um, there's uh, you can find me on there. Um, this uh, podcast is obviously on iTunes and all those places, but you can also find it and its show notes up on uh, my blog, which is uh, awesomesourcecomics.com. That's S O U R C E, as in your source for all things awesome. Um, I do write for Multiversity, I do write for CBR, um, I've got another podcast up on Multiversity uh, called Super Comic Battle Wars, um, which is uh, which is a lot of fun to do, um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much me, um, this has been the Secret Empire Rap Party, um, but it's also been a lot more than that, it's been us talking, uh, talking about the state of comics internet, uh, the state of our place in comics internet, uh, and where we want to move forward. Yep. Um, so I'm looking forward to um, to getting back on schedule. Sorry for um, for us kind of being really erratic with our uh, with our releases. Um, it's not there been intentional. It has, uh, it has been life and Secret Empire kind of getting in the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but uh, life and but, Secret yeah. Empire. I'm hoping to we'll have another podcast up uh, very soon for you, um, and hopefully some other things in the podcast yeah. as well. So um, so stay tuned, and uh, we shall see you again soon. Um, Latest, bye. X-Men. I am at a certain point. I'm not sure if it's madness talking or just me being very just giddy to get back into things, but once the tirade began, the tirade began. Gan.